0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Melanie C. and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Thursday, November 16, 2017. Today we are reading from the big book and we are on page XX, the forward to the second edition. And we're gonna read three paragraphs today and we're gonna begin with paragraph two, Alcoholics Anonymous is not a religious organization, and finish out that that second edition today. Today's readers are the 12 steps, she'll be the 12 traditions, Peggy M. And reading the text today and support is Gina R. and Kathy Joe P. The reference numbers are actually share ID numbers for today's meeting, yesterday actually. Thursday, the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting is 10674, 10674. And then the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting today, Thursday, November 16th, was 10682, 10682. The OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, through abstinence and the practice of the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Sheila B. to read the 12 Steps. Good morning. My name is Sheila
1: B. I'm from New Hampshire, the 12 Steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening, as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs,
0: all past.
2: Thank you, Sheila B.
0: I will now ask Peggy M. to read the 12 Traditions.
2: Good morning. Thank you, Mel, for your service. I'm Peggy M. Recovered in Illinois. The 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Re- personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary goal. Seventh, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eighth, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me do service this morning.
0: Thank you, Peggy M. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. And once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one again to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book on page XX, paragraph 2, which starts with Alcoholics Anonymous is not a religious organization. And I'll ask Gina R. to begin our reading and in our reflection. Thanks, Gina.
3: Good morning, Mel. Thank you so much for your service. Uh, This is Gina R., gratefully recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body in Green Valley, Arizona. Alcoholics Anonymous is not a religious organization. Neither does AA take any particular medical point of view, though we cooperate widely with the men of medicine as well as with the men of religion. Alcohol, being no respecter of persons, we are an accurate cross-section of America. And in distant lands, the same democratic evening up process is now going on. By personal religious affiliation, we include Catholics, Protestants, Jews, Hindus, and a sprinkling of Muslims and Buddhists. More than 15% of us are women. At present, our membership is pyramiding at the rate of about 20% a year. So far, upon the total problem of several million actual and potential alcoholics in the world, we have, made, we have made only a scratch. In all probability, we shall never be able to touch more than a fair fraction of the alcohol problem and all its ramifications. Upon therapy for the alcoholic himself, we surely have no monopoly. Yet it is our great hope that all those who have yet as found no answer may begin to find one in the pages of this book and will presently join us on the high road to a new freedom. Start my timer. Um, Oh boy, I am drawn to the sentence that says, alcohol being no respecter of persons. And um, that's a phrase that I always thought I understood what it meant, just like a bunch of words that I always thought I understood what it meant. But when my guide and sponsor was walking me through this book line by line, um, she would ask me, well, what does that mean? And I really had a hard time articulating what I thought it meant. And she encouraged me and reminded me that it was okay to actually look things up. And so I got reacquainted with the dictionary and a thesaurus because of this program and it was hugely effective for me. I actually kind of had this mixed up in my original um, thinking of it, but the way I understand it now is alcohol being no respecter of persons, um, it doesn't care. And so it's the same way with the food. The, The disease, this disease does not care about status. It doesn't care about your bank account. It doesn't care about what ethnicity you are. It doesn't care about what religion you are. It doesn't care how many degrees you have. It doesn't care about any of that. And so the unfortunate or now I look at it in the the fortunate reality for me is um I was actually afflicted with this disease and of compulsive eating and suffering from a state, a hopeless state of mind and body, a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. That has been my, my issue for many, many years. I thought I was immune from this. Um, I didn't believe that I was uh, eligible for this particular program because i not someone who's lost a hundred pounds. And I was deluding myself because it isn't about the physical weight in its entirety. It's about what goes on inside my head, inside my heart, and in my soul. And thankfully, the solution is also no respecter of persons. We don't care who you are, where you came from, what you have, what you don't have, what you think you know, what you don't know, none of that matters. This solution works if you roll up your sleeves and do the work and submit yourself to a process and to a power that is greater than you. I am so glad that someone risked enough to share that with me, and I will be forever grateful. And with that, I pass. Thank you for allowing me to do service.
0: Thank you, Gina R. We are studying the paragraph, sharing on the paragraph, starting number two on page XX. And it's now time to open it up for others to comment, their experience on this paragraph. Reading to the end. Sylvia F. Hi, Sylvia.
4: John K. Hi, Jim. Kathleen
0: O. Kathleen O.
4: Reggie O. John K.
0: Reggie. Yeah, gotcha, John. Thanks so much. Reggie O. Somebody okay. after Reggie. Was that Chris? Sherry KB. Chris B. Gotcha, Chris. And Sherry KB. Anybody else? Kathy G. Lineups? Kathy G. Gotcha. Thanks so much. Oh thank you, Ronnie. You're welcome. Nice lineup. Okay, we have Sylvia F, John K, Kathleen O, Reggie O. Crispy, Sherry K
5: B, and Kathy G. Good morning, Sylvia. Good morning. Thank you for your service, and so happy to be on the line with everyone this morning. This is Sylvia F, recovered compulsive Eater in Northern California, and you know this is so much the strength of what um, AHA AA has brought us in OA. Is um, uh, just as Gina has shared, you know. The, what I, what's true is that we come in here equal. We have a disease and that makes it, and it doesn't matter. It says right throughout the book, no matter how far down the scale we've gone, it doesn't matter how bad your disease is and how many pounds you needed to lose or how many pounds you needed to gain or whatever. You know, we have this common bond, which has nothing to do with, you know, what's going on in our society about um, money uh, uh, degrees, uh, financial, you know, tax bracket, um, size, nothing. It's just, you know, this is an organization where we come together as a, with, with a common problem and a common solution. And the thing that I also really like about our group is that where, where it talks about, you know, that we have, this is not a religion. When I came in, I didn't have, any uh, any religion per se. I had bits and bobs uh, that I've been raised with, but nothing strong. And it made it another leveler. You know, I had a common problem with all of you, and the solution was spiritual, and it didn't matter what religion I had. And along in the book, it encourages us to to still get the support from whatever religious affiliation that we have. We don't have to make a choice between... The solution in the 12-step process and um, and and our uh, religion and church or and our affiliation of choice that this is a spiritual process that also joins us all together and um, and so uh, you know sometimes I, I see people struggling when they first come in and after a while it's the differences that are so wonderful and the other thing that I've noticed is that it has been a great training ground for me to learn acceptance um, and to be accepted, um, and and that is that has been something that I have cherished. Um, that uh, that we are there together. As I, I always say that this is my spiritual tribe, and um, and that's what it gives me is a safe place to admit my defects and to find a solution and offer those and my experience and knowledge to others. And um, and that's why we grow so strong. With that, I pass. Thank you, Sylvia S. John Kaye,
0: it's your turn.
4: Good morning, uh, this is John Kiernan, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Los Angeles. I, uh, I love the thing about we we're 15% women. I wonder if we can rewrite the OA stuff to say we're 15% men. <laughs> we actually get quite a few more than that. Where I love where he talks about we cooperate with men of medicine. I you know I take this as having to do with outside help. You know, and big Bill Wilson was a was a big advocate of that. And it drives me crazy when I hear people in program, mostly if we're an AA will tell people to get off their meds and what to do in terms of that. You know, I don't have a degree in psychology and certainly not pharmacology. And there's some sad stories there, but, and even suicides, you know, and, and I can attest to how outside help has aided in my recovery. You know, having a professional Aid uh, with twelve step recovery is wonderful. My therapists have been able to help me go down an extra layer on things. I've given away a fourth step to a therapist, and um, you know, I've heard I heard I have a friend in AA who used to be a big movie uh, TV star. Well, I spent two hundred thousand dollars in therapy, and it didn't get me sober. Only AA did, and I'd, I would always laugh and say, "Of course it didn't. You were active. You were still drinking, you know." But put together, program, it's wonderful. And when he talks about upon therapy, we have no monopoly. Well, mostly. Let's face it. When most uh, doctors have to refer somebody, now it's it's AA. You know, there are a couple of little uh, organizations out there, but for the most part, no. And I remember years ago, and some of you guys may remember this. There was this woman who was trying to uh, tout how alcoholics could could safely drink again, and she was all and all these things, and she ended up drunk and story and. And it's sort of the same with food. You know, there's a billion-dollar industry out there trying to convince us we can moderate this. Well, I had, you know, many years of trying to, you know, you know falling for that, and it doesn't work. I mean, whenever you watch I any mean, of these other things that are out there, you know, I want to know, well, where are those people after five years? You see these before and after things, uh, and they're not there. You know, the, almost everybody who's on that Biggest Loser show who won has gained their weight back. But, you know, the most important thing about these So another solution to either eating or drinking, you know, it, it, it isn't just the eating or drinking, you know, I don't want to be thin and miserable. You know, my transformation to being happy, joyous and free didn't happen as a result of putting down the food. It happened as a result of working the steps after putting down the food. And so if these guys are just selling, here's a way to be thin. You know, I went through periods of being thin before a program, but I was miserable. And I don't want that. And that's why they miss that so much. So anyway, uh, that's about what I have. I hope to see you guys down at the OA Birthday Party here in in L.A. in January. We've got almost 100 visionaries coming so far. And check out oabirthday.com if you want more details or ask one of the people who's coming. And with that, I pass.
0: Thanks, John K. Kathleen O., you're next.
6: Thank you, Melanie. Good morning, everyone. This is Kathleen O., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Northern Rainy, California. Um, So Alcoholics Anonymous is not a religious organization. And that is why I'm here. Um, I'm so happy they put that in there because, you know, like, um, it was either Dr. Bob or Bill W., maybe both of them, they both kind of had a, an experience in childhood where it's like, you know, when I can do what I want to do, I'm not doing, not going to church anymore. And, and that was me. And so if I had come in here and heard that it was a religious organization, I would have left. And, um, and yet I'm really happy that, that, you know, God is mentioned so many times in here. And, um, you know, God can mean anything to anyone. Anyone can join this. We come from all walks of life. All, all backgrounds, nationalities, and it's so inclusive. It's so perfect. How I mean, this, this book had to be divinely written because, um, you know, it, it includes everybody. Nobody, um, you know, I mean, anybody can do this. And that last sentence, um, you know, it, it is our great hope that all those who have yet found no answer may begin to find one in the pages of this book and will presently join us on the high road to a new freedom. And, you know, I, that was me too. I, I, I tried everything and there was no answer. I just, I, there was nothing worked. Um, I lost weight, but I was miserable. I was miserable losing it. I was miserable trying to keep it off. I was miserable gaining it all back. And, and the freedom, the freedom is that today, you know, I, I, um, I'm not miserable. I'm, I'm happily not eating. I'm happily not trying to control everybody or tell people what to do or, um, you know, I'm happily if, if someone, you know, rubs me the wrong way, I can write out a resentment and give it away. If I have a fear, I can write it out and give it away. I can, I always go to my higher power and, and turn it over because, you know, I don't have control. I don't have control. And it's such a glorious thing because prior to this program, I thought if I was out of control, you know, my world was going to fall apart, and it turned out when I let, let go of control, my life got so much better. And, you know, there is a solution. And on page 25, it's, um, you know, pick up the simple kit of spiritual tools laid at our feet. We have found much of heaven, and we have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence of which we had not even dreamed. And, and I have to tell you, if anyone is new on this line, the directions are laid out. Um, you know, stay on these meetings because you'll, you'll understand the big book like you never did before. And, um, and you're going to get that freedom, you know, you will be rocketed into the fourth dimension. And even when life is challenging, which it is for everyone, I'm sure, because life is life. um, You know, it's like we're, I go to bed happy at night. Um, And, and it's a wonderful feeling. Thank you, Melanie. And I pass.
0: Thank you, Kathleen. O. Reggie O, you're next. And then Sherry oh, actually it'll
6: be Chris after Reggie. Good morning, Reggie. Hey, good morning, Melanie. Thanks so much for your all your service and everyone who's on the line this morning. I'm Reggie O, uh gratefully recovered in the Los Angeles area. <clears throat> I'm always amazed reading the prefaces how much uh the how much there is in every single paragraph. Uh the three things stood out for me. I don't know if I have time to mention them all, but the first was the first line. Uh, Alcoholics Anonymous is not a religious organization. And um, oh, it's interesting because I, I grew up as a, a devout little Christian girl, but I left the church around the age of 12 or 13, and uh, and I didn't really want to have anything to do with religion or God or anything for years. And <clears throat> when I came into program the first time about 30, 30 years ago, I... Um, I When reading, uh, going through the big book, when I started seeing God or hearing it in some of the readings and meetings, it really just turned me off. And uh, <clears throat> I, I had a, I suppose I had a resentment about that. But, you know, over time, when I learned that I could Create my own conception of God and I don't even have to use that that word that God is the great reality is you know spoken by many w- words and phrases in the big book mostly God but you know we get to choose our own conception our own word everything else and it in, in and so in program I was able to uh, come back to an amazing relationship uh, with my higher power one that I'd never had before um, and one that I really loved and was, you know, very tight, very tight at that time. And I, I ended up leaving program. And when I did, over the years, one of the, one of the things that I missed was uh, I called it my spiritual family because it, it, it was a spiritual family in that it, it brought me back home to, you know, what I love to just think of that encompasses everything, the great reality. Uh, deep within. So <clears throat> there was that part, uh, no respecter of persons. I know oh, the people I've met and the friendships uh, over, you know, over the years I've been in program um, are, are amazing people. And as you know, people have talked about people at all walks of life. I've seen, you know, movie stars and uh, AA meetings in Provincetown when I, you know, I'd go there in place of an OA meeting. i you know, people who <clears throat> were, you know, barely working or barely <clears throat> making ends meet, you know, the gambit um, I've met and become and, ha- and had as friendships and a part of this community. And I love that it says, you know, upon therapy for the alcoholic <clears throat> himself, we surely have no monopoly yet. It is our great hope that those who have as yet found no answer may begin to find one in the pages of this book and will presently join us on the high road to a new freedom. And so it does say, you know, I, I, I can't claim to have an answer for you, but I have an answer that, you know, I have an answer for me and I can share that with you if you share, you know, if you share, if you share the same problem that I do and I've you know it, it does seem to me that so many of the people in vision for you are people like myself uh, who found no answer you know uh, besides the one in these pages and uh, and mm-hmm. and that answer thank you uh, does does bring us together on the high road to a new freedom freedom's a great way to describe it all right thanks thanks Reggie o crispy
7: start mm-hmm.
0: on
5: your next
7: Good morning, everyone. Crispy, St. Louis, alive and well. I'm grateful Leader. to hear all the powerful shares this morning. Um, I love the welcoming side and also the uh, kind of jarring side of this. Uh, you know, I wasn't really into the big book for four years. And uh same time, Doctor's Opinion was the first thing it was recommended I read and get back with the sponsor. And uh, it kind of took what it took, you know, at 430 pounds. Uh, <laughs> And a year of therapy, my therapist recommended I come to the program as we collaborate with the religious and medical community. Um, at the same time, that therapist um, didn't have a school of thought that we do. Um, she was in the moderation, but she saved my life. <laughs> helped save my life. So all is well. And um, where I wasn't open-minded, now I am. And that really helped me tremendously, um, the looking up words like obsession, Uh, compulsion, these things I thought I knew, um, really helped break down these million barriers I had to recovery. To be honest, three years ago and four years in a program, I was 200 pounds down, and I was um, in a darkness I'd never met before. I was suffering in a place of fear, a downward spiral. I mean, unmanageability was through the roof. Um, You know, a lot worse than I was at over 400 pounds. And that's what it took to find the big book and a sponsor. Um, 12 stopped the hell out of me. And um, it it took that to be open to see this word, obsession, to hear it, uh, to know that I have it and that the spiritual solution is the only thing that's ever worked for me to alleviate that one meal, (laughs) one day at a time. Uh, I experience this paradox of power. It's my truth in the first half of step one, uh, powerlessness. I thought if I let go of my power of choice of food, that I would die. I mean, that how I opening was that that showed me how much of an addict I was that I equate letting go of my food choice and my power of choice to dying. Like that's my parachute. That's my life preserver. My last thing. It's just like a, <laughs> a wonderful litmus test. If I'm scared at that level, um, my sponsor or whoever is talking about something that makes me scared at that level. It's really not something that it's just a gift of growth. That's right in front of me. And that's something I'm really grateful for. Um, that didn't happen overnight. That is my experience. And I didn't do that alone. I'm not um, experiencing this piece today because of it. It's because of you all. It's not because of myself and my own doing. Um, and I love that we, I can stay connected with you all and call when I'm experiencing uh, abundance or and <laughs> scared of abundance in a, in a level that's like it's not just me with God it's <laughs> me with all of you I have to stay in touch. Thank you so much guys have a wonderful day. Love you all.
0: Thanks Chris B, Sherry KB, you're up and then we'll go to Kathy G. Sherry TB, did you catch that?
8: I didn't. Hi, Melanie. It's Hi. Sherry KB in Northern California, grateful of a grateful recovered compulsive O reader. Thank you so much for your service, Melanie, and everybody on the line, and welcome to newcomers. And yes, I'm going to jump right in here. I am so grateful that um, AA and OA is not a religious uh, organization, because if it was, you wouldn't be hearing me on the phone today. Um, you know, I've always been told that OA is a spiritual program, not a religious one. And there is so much room for all of us. And one of my favorite lines is all-inclusive, never exclusive. Um, and that includes whatever um, eating disorder you have. Um, you know, I we're, we're all here together looking for the same solution um, for freedom and freedom from this disease. And I just love that. To me, this book is divinely inspired because it it doesn't hold um, any particular membership. It just says, "Hey, we're all here. We're here for the same reason, and it doesn't matter what background you are, um, where you came from, what you do for a living, uh, how much money you have, how much education you have. Um, we don't care. Uh, we don't care. And I I just love that. And it, and what it's also saying here is that you know, alcohol being no respecter of persons." Um, and it's no respecter for our disease, and so that's why, for me, I need to be in this book. I need to work with all kinds of different people, and, you know, because this disease is the disease of isolation and loneliness, the last thing I need to do is be isolating by myself um, in my thinking, let alone when I was in the food, especially now in my thinking. And so I, that's why I work the steps. And I love that it says, you know, this is about hope, um, Upon therapy for the alcoholic himself, we surely have no monopoly. So we're not here to tell you to go into therapy or don't do therapy. That's strictly up to you. What we're saying is our hope is that we have found a way out an answer that through these pages of the big book and the 12 steps that um, we can join on the high road to a new freedom, presently, uh, presently join. And so – You know, when I I was doing my fourth step, I remember calling recovered people going, I don't think I'm going to get this thing. I don't think I'm going to get this thing. And they're like, no, you're going to get it. Don't worry. We've all gotten it. If you have followed these directions precisely and have gone through these steps, you will get it, Sherry. Don't you worry. And so can you. And um, if I can get it, you can get it. Um, And I love that I am happily abstinent you know i never ha- could have told you that before and even with all the stuff going on in my life i'm still abstinent happily and i just keep showing up and i keep doing the deal and i keep working these steps and keep uh, living in them and working with other people and stay recovered and that's what i love that i love them thank you thank you thank you
0: very much kb kb you're up, up for a are you okay Are you there,
9: Kathy? Kathy G, we're ready for you. You're ready? Oh, I'm so sorry. Something happened with my headset. Uh, But here I am. I'm Kathy G. Thank you so much for your service, Melanie, and everyone on the line. And thanks for all the shares. Um, Always an inspiration to me. So what really jumped out at me was um, on the top of XXI, and it says, we have only made a scratch. And then beneath that, yet it is our great hope that all those who have as yet found no answer may begin to find one in the pages of this book and will presently join us on the high road to a new freedom. And it fills me with such joy today to know that I am on this high road to a new freedom. I have had a lot of freedom over my almost uh 20, I think tomorrow I have 27 years free from bulimia, which is an absolute miracle, considering that I couldn't go five minutes without that obsession at one point in my life. Um, and I've been set free from many things, but I have never been able to stay stopped with the sugar, the flour, and personal, personal binge foods. And <clears throat> I've just done that from, for a short time now, but for over four months, which for me is the longest time. Um, in my adult life, which is such a gift to me. And it's ironic because I was asked to uh, speak at a meeting tonight so and share my story. And at first I thought, I can't share my story. I'm not finished with these steps this time yet. And But then I thought to myself, wait a minute, I can make a scratch tonight. And she asked me, and there's no requirement to speak, and it's a way for me to serve. And as we were reading this this morning, I just got this picture in my mind of just this big, huge, dark wall. And I pictured these people from AA with everything that they do for service, just making a scratch. And as they made a scratch, there was light that was coming in. And so I thought to myself, I can make a scratch tonight, and hopefully I can let a little more light in, and I can bring my big book with me, and I can focus on the first three steps. And I'm working on the fourth now, but I can really share on the first three steps from the book, and I'm just thrilled to do that. would appreciate any prayers from any of you on the line um, that God will give me uh, the words that he would have me speak tonight to touch other people. So thanks so much. I pass.
0: Thank you, Kathy G. Time will allow. It looks like for at least four more people to comment on those paragraphs, and we are on page XX, okay. starting with paragraph two. Alcoholics Anonymous is not a religious organization, and we're cleaning up and clearing up that that uh, forward to the second edition at the top of XXI. So, who would like to comment? Four people, folks, we, at least. Rita there. Donna Rita W. F. Donna
10: Jody E. Q. Hey, Jody.
0: We oh, you said Rita. Marge. S. I I got that one. Marge.
11: Margie.
0: Is that Marge, did you say? Yeah, Margie. Okay, got it. Thanks. So I have Rita S., Donna W., Jody E. Q., and Margie, what's the first initial of your last name? Or we'll cut you on the next go around. A. A. Got it. Thanks. Hi, Rita.
12: Hi. Hi, everybody. Uh, Rita S from Northern California um, recovered compulsive overeater. Um, I wanted to I wanted to share on that last <clears throat> sentence about um, you will presently join us on a high road to freedom. So I'm I've been recovered um, just just very recently, and I remember the early uh, oh maybe 10 months ago, nine months ago when I started reading this book with a step guide, a a visionary, and reading the same paragraph and just thinking, really, freedom from the obsession of food, no way that that cannot happen for me because of my history of relapse in 12 step free programs. And to now come, you know, to to come full circle back to the same sentences where it has happened for me. um, Just And and happily, I mean, truly happily, like uh, Harlan says. And, you know, I think about this past week where, you know, I've had a really busy week and um, driving home. It's been rainy and cold and driving home from work and, you know, just really wanting to just take the easy way, you know, stop and get even abstinent food, but just stop and get takeout, you know, which is not um, what I committed. And to come home and just be – in the moment and say, you know what, I didn't commit to this. I want, you know, I love having integrity with my higher power. Coming home, really just taking, you know, it doesn't take very long. Eat the food that is right for me, that keeps me in fit spiritual condition. And having that obsession removed. Um, And also, you know, yesterday walking into a staff meeting with a pink box of baked goods that, did not call to me. Everybody else is having one, two, three. And the thought crossed my mind, wow, had I, if I eat one, I will want to eat the whole box. And that's not what God wants for me today. He wants me to be the way I am, content, um, you know, having this connection, helping others, and just being, um, just being good with myself, just honoring myself, honoring my, and, you know, what, how else can I serve you today? So anyway, I just want to thank everybody for um everybody for being on the line. My you know, the people that have helped me through my journey to the happy place that I am today, to this on this high road of freedom. Anyway, thank you very much. I pass.
0: Thank you, Rita S. Donna W, you're next. And then uh Jody Q will follow you. Donna W, you're next. Well, let's take oh, all right you can you hear me now oh there you are i can i yeah. thought i had
13: it all pre-set up but no <laughs> donna w here <laughs> gratefully recorded today in palo alto california and thank you everyone for your service the reading today for me is really bringing up humility like humility in the disease like there is no you know there's no one special we're all level the disease can take anyone out and humility in the solution that the solution is for everybody and you know, when I go to meetings, there's humility because I meet people from such diverse backgrounds and such different ages. And you know, I realize how similar we are, and I get to learn from everyone. And um, you know, I'm so grateful that I get to meet all sorts of sorts of folks like you that I wouldn't cross paths with in my in my regular life. And um, so, humility in in the in the disease, humility in the solution. Um, I know somebody who recently, uh, the disease took them down, killed them. A uh, friend called me, one of her friends is um, is seriously in the disease, and so that's a good reminder that so this is a killer and I need to take it seriously. Um, I'm maintaining a 70-pound weight release, which I'm really grateful to be in a healthy um, body today. And um, as others have shared, when I first hit my goal weight, I was so angry with the world and program because I thought, you know, the birds would be singing and I was going to live happily ever after. And what I'm learning is that this program is about helping us have peace of mind. I'm listening to Joe and Charlie recordings, and they keep talking about peace of mind, and that's really helping me. You know, this program is about giving me the ease and comfort from the steps and from my higher power and from my fellows that I got from my addiction. So that's what I'm praying more for today is, you know, God, I want to feel peaceful. I want to be of service. And um, I'm really grateful for that. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Donna W. I just want to take a moment, too, to to let folks know that um, if you are getting ready to queue up by staying with star one to unmute there and you mute your own phone, it does create interference on the line, even if you are muted on your own and It leaves an open line. And the... Uh, Situation here is staged to mute all phones that are not muted. And so you might find yourself in that position. So um, we will always allow you time to press star one in order to be able to get on the line and to be heard so you won't um, be missed. So, Jody EQ, you're next. Good morning.
10: Can you hear me? I can. Okay. Good morning, everybody. This is Jody EQ, gratefully and humbly, a compulsive overeater in recovery today uh, and recovered today. Thank you, God. Recovered from uh, my food obsession, but not completely cured of it, certainly. Uh, no, not, not ever. And uh, not perfect by any means. So yes, this is a democratic evening up process and uh, a humbling process. And I'm grateful for that because I need that. And I needed that when I got here, and I still need it. I can, uh, you know, be in false pride. I can be in false shame as well. And neither one is healthy for anybody. So I'm just grateful that this is um, a forgiving program as well as a a humbling one. But it is, alcohol is no respecter of persons. And I I often say to uh, people, my sponsees sometimes, God is not codependent. Uh, My higher power, anyway, will let me fall, will not even cushion the fall. If I fail to enlarge my spiritual life, I will fall like a rock and hit the ground hard with my disease. And God will let me do that. Um, so it's up to me, given having been given these spiritual tools to use them. So uh, I also wanted to mention this line: um, "In all probability, we shall never be able to touch more than a fair fraction of the alcohol problem in all its ramifications." It's an interesting line. Um, In all probability, you know, most alcoholics, most compulsive overeaters won't find this this solution. I hope that's not true. I hope that most will. But perhaps they won't. Also, all its ramifications, there are a lot of ramifications to this disease, a lot. Not only for us who suffer from it, but our families suffer from it. And uh, the alcoholic problem is not only the, you know, it's, there's all kinds of addiction problems. So let's hope that that's not, that's not true, but it may be, and we don't know why. And with that, I will pass. Thank you. Thank you, Jodi E. Q. Margie A., you're next.
11: Hi, this is Margie A from Saint Louis Park, Minnesota. So I want to uh, to focus on the idea that 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 um, we touch only a, a fair a fair fraction, a small fraction, of the, and touch on the alcohol problem. You know, the idea for me has has always been, and I thought it to be true that that if I could just get the right kind of therapy and get over this. Depression, I could drink or use food like a normal person you know and uh or later in the in the book it talks about how you know the idea has to be smashed into into our uh mind that we can never eat like a normal person you know so when I when I look at the ramifications for me of going back to the food uh, it's it's a death sentence for sure and and so what what I'm left with is this sincere, grateful heart that I found a way out on which I can totally rely and and I can act in brotherly and harmonious love with other people to to share on um, the process of escaping this terrible malady of compulsive overeating. And I am so grateful for the people who come before me who explained it to me. And um, the the one person I think that had had made a big influence on my life lately is the one who told me, oh, you got to get over yourself and start meditating. And honestly, you know, at that point I had been in another recovery program for over 20 years and I thought it was a silly idea to meditate. And, And I found out after just trying it for 10 minutes for one week. That, that I felt like I had cheated myself out of something so wonderful and so fantastic and it only took 10 minutes out of my day to do it. I was like, why did it take me so long to try it, you know? And, and, it's, and it's that contempt prior to investigation, you know? We have it in our hearts that we know best for ourselves. But here are the steps that have been suggested and so widely taken by so many people and the results are undeniable. And, and finally, you know, beaten into submission because of compulsive eating, I was willing to, to, um, to take the next step. And because of that, I am so grateful because now I have uh, this peace of mind that no matter what circumstances I am in, and because of a concussion, the circumstances are huge for me. Uh, that I have, I have uh, peace and contentment, and 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 I'm promised a life of sane and happy usefulness, time. not a life with problems. And so, thank you so much for letting me share.
0: Thank you, Margie. A time will allow for one person to take two minutes to talk about the paragraphs that we read today. Would somebody like that spot?
14: Hi, may I be heard?
0: You can.
14: Okay. Be heard.
0: Um, your name, please.
14: Hi, I'm Virginia. I'm a compulsive overeater and bulimic.
0: Hi, Virginia. You're the one that said, can I be heard?
14: Yes. Yeah. Okay, um, speaker. Yeah,
0: would you like that couple of, oh, it looks like it's about a minute and a half, madam.
14: Um. The topic, real quick, what is it right now?
0: We're talking it, about the paragraphs on XX, the four to the second edition, and it seems to be about that we're not we're not a religious group. We are a cross-section of so many things and colors and, and ideas and people, and that we are growing exponentially as a result okay. of that kind of unity. Mm-hmm.
14: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to say that, um, I, in my opinion, this is how the uh, – you know, the meeting, the, the program grows, um, that if it was exclusive, it never would have taken off, um, and just that, um, you know, part of, you know, having an open heart is, you know, just being able to um, allow anyone into our lives, but it has nothing to do, if like, it's two Christians working together, or if it's, a, you know, a Jewish person and an and atheist, that's not what the program's about. Um, it's just simple belief in something greater than ourselves. So, um, and that—that's how that the belief in something greater than ourselves um, is what what's keeping us all abstinent. So, anyway, thanks for letting me share, and I'm available if anybody wants later on. I can leave my phone number.
0: Thanks so much, Virginia S. Appreciate that very much. And we have then concluded the recording part of, portion of this particular meeting we have more to come but in the meantime thanks so much to everyone today for the shares that have gone on and we will close this part of the meeting with a reading from the big book on page 164 and follow that with a serenity prayer will kathy joe p please read a vision for you a book is meant to be suggestive only
2: our book is meant to be suggestive only we realize we know only a little